This podcast is for educational purposes only, as well as to give you general information and a general understanding of the law, not to provide specific legal advice. By listening to this podcast, you understand that there is no attorney-client relationship between you and the host of the show. This podcast should not be used as a substitute for competent legal advice from a licensed professional attorney in your state. Hello, and welcome to Business Wise with your host, John Estefanos. John is a licensed attorney in California, a real estate broker, and a serial entrepreneur. His goal is to educate and inspire business owners and entrepreneurs everywhere to achieve their dreams and set up their business to achieve the most success possible. Welcome to BusinessWise. I'm your host, John. How is everyone doing? I hope you guys are doing great. Man, it's been a long time since I have talked to you guys, and um, I have just been extremely busy. I apologize about that, but uh, definitely going to try and be more frequent and regular uh, next year, the start of the year. But um, it's all good. It's a a lot of exciting things are happening um, with me at work and uh, keeping very busy. I hope you guys are doing well. I hope you guys are being uh, productive. I hope um, uh, 2021 has been good so far and and, uh, 2022 is even better. I can't believe the year is almost over and Thanksgiving and Christmas are right around the corner. Okay, so today we're going to talk about um, someone who's already a business owner that is thinking about selling their business. And often when people start to think about selling their business, they um, start to, you know, the number one question is, how much is my business worth? What can I get for it? What do I need to have um, ready um, for that buyer, and that's basically what I'm going to discuss with you guys today, is how to have an intelligent conversation um, about value, and you may be having this conversation with a buyer, or you may have be having this conversation with a broker. You may want to list your business with a, uh, bus- uh, a broker who does um, uh, business listings, and you need to know how to come up with value. The other thing you need to do is prepare your business because if a buyer is purchasing it and um, he's going to be getting a loan from a bank, then the bank is going to want to see some documents. And those documents tend to be related to your business, which you are the seller, and they are usually in your possession. So you need to have those ready. Um, And again, like I said, so the million dollar question is always, how much should I sell my business for? And the answer is that it depends. Okay, it depends. It depends on, I would say, four, five, six things. I'm going to probably just talk about five of them. So um, the first thing is the sales. How profitable are you? Right. Um, because, um, if you're, if you're profitable, then you can ask a, a price that is, um, you know, relative, um, to your, 
to your profit. So that's that's the first thing. And if you're not so profitable, that doesn't mean that you can't sell it. You can just you could sell it, but you just won't get as much for uh, your business. And and the profit is important because people use a multiplier, and, and a multiplier. If you haven't heard that, is they they take the profit and they multiply it by like two or three or five or six or ten. And you're gonna say, well, obviously, if I net a hundred thousand dollars a year, it's in my best interest to multiply it by. 10, right? That's a million bucks or heck, 20, 2 million bucks. But how do I get the multiplier? Well, the multiplier depends really on the nature of the business, okay? So the riskier the business, the lower the multiplier. Why? Because the multiplier is a number that tells the buyer how fast they're going to get their money, okay? So in other words, if you multiply by two, it's telling the buyer that they are going to get their money in two years. Guess what? If you if somebody invests in a risky business, they want their money back the first year because remember, the business is very risky. They're not sure if they're going to be around to continue to make a profit to get their money back. So um, I will say that most businesses fall somewhere between a three and five multiplier, okay? Three and five. So three, four, five, that's usually reasonable. Some businesses can be at a seven or eight multiplier and some could be at a one or two multiplier, okay? So the question you ask is, how risky is the business? And you determine the risk by asking another question, is this business likely to continue to generate the numbers that it's currently generating? Okay, but but if it's if, if you see the likelihood of that not happening, then then obviously it starts to tend to be more of a risky business. So you got to look at your sales, right? Look at the nature of the business. The nature of the business is going to determine the multiplier you're going to use. Um, so the, the, they're, they're, they're very related. And I already went through a hypothetical or an example that if a business nets $100,000 a year and you use a three multiplier, you're going to ask for 300000 If you're going to use a four multiplier, you use 400000 You're going to sell it for 400000 and so on. Um, and I explained to you guys that generally speaking, most businesses fall somewhere between a three to five multiplier, okay? And um, moving along, some other things that will help you determine the value of your business are the FF&Es. What are, what are FF&Es? That's the furniture, fixtures, and equipment. And how much of this do you have? And what's it really worth? Um, some businesses tend to have a lot like restaurants and and some certain uh, uh, some service businesses that operate out of an office may not have so much. So restaurants may have a lot, right, of equipment where a service business like someone like me that has a law practice, I really don't have a lot of furniture fixtures and equipments. I mean, you come in, it's a nice office. I got you know, furniture and computers, but that's it. You know, I don't really have any heavy heavy machinery equipment, uh, nothing, you know, that's uh, very, very, very expensive. So 
Um, service business tends to not have so much FF and E's. That's again, furniture, fixtures, and equipments. But other businesses um, uh, do. Restaurants tend to be heavy on that if it's a nice size uh, uh, restaurant. If you were buying like a trucking company, they would have a bunch of trucks, right? The, 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 that's, that's their kind of their, their equipment. So that's got to be valued. So how much furniture, fixtures, and equipment Okay. Um, that's not how you determine the value of a business on its own, but that that is used to um, you know add uh, perhaps to um, to what you want, so that you can kind of raise your price a little bit. In other words, you know if you have um, if you determine that you want you want three hundred thousand and you have uh, furniture, fixtures, and equipment for an additional thirty grand, you might want to ask you know, 330. And when you value this uh, stuff, this, the furniture, fixtures, and equipment, you are not charging the buyer for what you paid for it. You are trying to get an, um, an estimate of its current value, okay? So in other words, if we're talking about, um, I'll just use restaurants, easiest thing. If you went out and you bought a grill at a restaurant for $5,000, and you've had it for, I don't know, four or five years, and now it's worth 2000 When you come sell your business, you're going to allocate $2,000 as the value for that grill. You're not going to charge the buyer um, what you paid for it five years ago, in, in my example, when you purchased it. So um, furniture, fixtures, and equipment, that is also something to consider when valuing your business. The other thing is um, leasehold improvements. How much work and improvements have been done to the uh, actual uh, space that you operate your business out of? Uh, that is very important. Uh, you know, again, in the, in the restaurant business, um, that, that's huge. Sometimes you find these uh, these restaurants where it's like, uh, you know, I, I, I want to sell it to you. Um, it's not making any money, but I'm asking hundred thousand dollars or hundred and fifty or two hundred or three hundred. Well, why are you asking for that much money if it's not doing any business? Oh, because it's turnkey. It's ready to go. You will come in and you won't put a penny into it. All the lease hold improvements are done. Okay. So again, take into consideration you may be the type of business that doesn't really benefit from this whole lease improvement thing um, again i'll use myself as an example in my law practice if i was to sell it i would not have a discussion about leasehold improvements because there's nothing too crazy going on in that area uh, the last thing is the lease leases have value folks um I've talked about commercial leases before. I've, this is not the first time you guys hear that, that a lease has value. So um, if, if, a, if, you, if you scored a good lease, okay, when you entered into business and when you come sell, um, you can definitely add a little bit to the price you're asking for the value of that, of that lease. And what makes leases valuable is if you... Uh, get in at a very good rate, look, perhaps a little lower than market. Uh, you've done a good job capping the rent increases. Uh, you've done a good job um, um, 
um, getting a use provision that's kind of broad, right? So you can um, do whatever it is you kind of want to do. Um, I, I remember I represented a, um, a client who got a restaurant um, here in, in, in San Diego and I saw the lease and the minute I, I looked at the lease, um, he's like, what do you think of, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm paying, I feel like I'm paying a little too high for the business. I said, yeah, but you know what? This lease has a lot of value. So when you take the value of this lease, if you subtract that from what you're paying, then you're really not paying that much. And that lease had, um, the, the rent was lower than market. It had, a, it had um, a use provision that was very general. So it allowed him to use the space for basically anything. And um, um, so long as it's legal and lawful, he does not have to go to the landlord, get permission, uh, anything like that. Rent increases were very minimal. So that lease had value, okay? Um, I bring that up, leases have value. And, 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 and vice versa, by the way. You can have a killer business, right, that's doing well. And if the lease is, you know, a, a bad one, and when I say bad, you're kind of paying a lot for rent and the lease is pretty cutthroat, it brings down the value of your business. Uh, now, instead of getting $500,000 for your business, you might get 10, 15% less because of the lease you're in. So, uh, because the buyer that's coming in doesn't like your lease. And, 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 and if he doesn't like your lease, he's not as interested to purchase your business. And that's where we're coming from with that. Um, so these again are steps or variables that you need to kind of think about um, uh, in, in your head, hash them out. If you have a broker, you need to discuss all these things with your broker. By the way, I'm a big fan of kind of getting a broker involved. They do charge money, but you know what? Sometimes they know what they're doing. Um, um, get a broker um, involved. They'll, they'll kind of help you. Uh, with this process and what I'm explaining to you today are things that kind of will uh, help educate you so that you can have um, the right discussions with buyers and or brokers that are looking at your business. The second thing is, well, what is it though I, that I need to prepare as the seller to be able to uh, successfully sell my business? And what you're gonna to wanna to prepare is a current profit and loss statement and balance sheet for your business, okay? You gotta have that. You gotta have the year to date. So in other words, right now, if you were selling your business, you gotta show me what have you done in 2021? Because I can't get that from the tax returns. Because the last tax, if we're in 2021, the last tax return the business filed was 2020. So I need to know what's going on. Give me the vitals right now for your business. And the way you give somebody vitals of your business or for your business is you show them a current profit and loss statement that reflects year-to-date figures. The second thing you should prepare are two years of tax returns, if not three for your business. If you haven't been around for three years, then prepare what you have in terms of tax returns for the business. Prepare payroll records. Um, 
the buyer would would probably want to see those, okay? Two years of payroll records, two years of sales tax filings. Again, if your business doesn't have a lot of payroll, then payroll records is not important. If your business doesn't pay sales tax, then sales tax uh, filings are not important, okay? And then prepare your lease. Prepare your lease because the new buyer is going to want that. And then the last thing is, Make a, make a list of all your furniture, fixtures, and equipment. A list of all your FFNEs, okay? And um, you want to do that, and you want to try to put a value next to each figure, okay? I mean, uh, sorry, you want to put a fig, uh, value uh, figure for each piece of equipment, just so that you can kind of present this to the buyer and say, look, this is kind of what you're purchasing. This is what I have. This is what you're purchasing. These are what my numbers look like. Here's what my lease looks like. Um, because the buyer will want to see that. And, and, and if the buyer is getting financing, best believe their lender is going to want to see that. Okay. So again, um, these are just, you know, small little things to help you kind of put your business together for sale. Okay. At least, um, you are, you know, and you will be in the right universe. If you listen to this episode, if you do some of these things, if you start thinking about some of these things, this should put you guys kind of, um, in the right universe. Okay. Um, Next episode, I'm going to talk to those who want to buy a business. What do you know? Um, what is it that you need to do to prepare to purchase a business? Um, this one here was for uh, those that are already in business that want to sell. Next uh, episode, I will talk to those buyers that want to buy a business. I think that's about it. This uh, we're gonna wrap this up again. I'm uh, very very excited to be here and 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 and, and get, to get the opportunity to talk to you guys. I hope you guys have a uh, fantastic week. Be safe. Stay healthy. Until next time. Thank you so much for listening. Please subscribe and rate. Follow me on Instagram at businesswise podcast and let me know any topics you would like discussed. This podcast is for educational purposes only, as well as to give you general information and a general understanding of the law, not to provide specific legal advice. By listening to this podcast, you understand that there is no attorney-client relationship between you and the host of the show. This podcast should not be used as a substitute for competent legal advice from a licensed professional attorney in your state.